I did predict this one. Let's see how much money I made on predict it. <laughs> You're never going to hear at the end of this. <laughs> All right. For those of you who don't know the backstory, let me uh, let me fill you in. So, as some of you know. In 2018, just about exactly um, two years from from today, I was sitting in President Trump's office. I, I, I just I just sort of absorbed this. It's 2018, two years ago. I'm sitting in Trump's office. Literally, I'm in the Oval Office, and the president says to me, two years ago." Who do you think is going to be the nominee? And I said, Kamala Harris. And he said, Joe Biden. And I gave, you know, my argument. And then when Kamala Harris dropped out of the race, I doubled down. The dumbest thing anybody ever did. Right? You don't call somebody to be the nominee, the head of the ticket, if they've dropped out of the race, unless the head of the ticket is a hollowed-out puppet. In which case, getting the vice presidential nomination might make you the nominee in a practical sense. So I'm not going to say this is the greatest prediction I've ever made. I'm going to shout it's the best prediction I've ever made. (laughs) Because if you remember how much of a risk I took, most of you do, back in 2015 when I said Trump would win it all, do you have any idea how much of a reputational risk that that was? That was a very, very unlikely outcome in 2015. In 2018, I may have, I may have called the nominee out of, what, 100 possibilities? i got to say, you're never going to hear the end of this. How many of you thought I was a frickin' idiot for the last, well, probably year, how many thought I was the dumbest freaking guy that ever made a prediction? You didn't believe me, did you? <laughs> you didn't believe me. So here we are. 
Hey, Eric. Glad you could join us. I'm just here gloating. For those of you who are joining in uh, late, uh, this is my finest prediction. And I, I should just, I should never make another prediction. I should just, I just should never make another prediction. If I go out with this one, now let me remind you of my other very contrarian predictions. And by the way, I'm not going to claim I get all of them right, right? I got the vice presidential pick wrong for Trump, for example. So I, I get plenty wrong. But when I hit one that's, that's really unusual, I like to call it out. And I'll remind you that uh, when the Vegas shooter was killing people in Vegas, the mass shooting there, uh, that I said it would not be ISIS. And then ISIS took credit for it. And after ISIS took credit for it, I said, no, it's not ISIS. It wasn't ISIS. When the Cuban embassy was attacked by the sonic weapon, what did I say? Only person in the world, as far as I know, only person in the world who said, they're not going to find a sonic weapon. Oh, they can look pretty hard, but they're not going to find a sonic weapon. And if you're hoping that that little smudge that you think was an alien spaceship that was moving really fast on video from the cockpit, uh, you know, the, the military aircraft, nope. <laughs> I'm, I'm afraid you're not going to see any aliens. So let, let me predict that that was not an alien spaceship closer to some kind of reflection. Now, somebody says I was wrong. Um, I was technically wrong about Kamala being the, uh, the top pick. Or was I? It, we're not done yet, right? Is it election day? Let me check. Let me check my the dates. Nope, it's not election day. Is it the convention? Has the convention already happened? Um, nope, it hasn't. Now, whether or not Joe Biden literally steps aside, I don't think there's anybody watching this who thinks that he will be in control. And when you pick a strong vice president and one that was legitimately in the running for being the, you know, the president the normal way, when you pick somebody that strong, you're kind of picking the person who's running the country. And I got news for you. She helps the ticket a lot. I know it doesn't seem like that. But one thing that wouldn't hurt Joe Biden at all would be to have a tough-on-crime person of color, woman. Pretty strong choice. Somebody says, am I CIA? <laughs> uh, if I am, they're not paying me. So, you know, I want a paycheck if I am. Um, is she not better than Biden, though, and the ticket is unbalanced? Yeah, so I've often said that the perfect vice president pick is somebody who's a, you know, a grade lower in persona and magnetism and you know, ability even maybe compared to who's on top. Because you want to very clearly see, oh yeah, you know, Trump, Trump is technicolor. You know, Trump is 1,000 watts all the time. And, and Mike Pence is a 60-watt bulb. A really good one. 
I'm very pro-Pence in terms of his capabilities and the job that he's done as vice president. I, I think he's the most underrated. I would say Pence is one of the most underrated civil servants because uh, he has a job where you just are supposed to not make mistakes, and he does that really well. He does that really well. He doesn't cause trouble, and he's just a solid, solid person. But in this one specific case, you because the head of the ticket is a little wobbly, shall we say? Shall we say he's a little wobbly? If you had somebody who was below Joe Biden, you would have the problem that they would be two levels watered down. Because remember, Biden is still the same Biden who didn't look good compared to Obama, right? Obama picked a perfect vice president, didn't cause trouble, and definitely didn't look as interesting, appealing as Obama did as a as a, as a person, as a politician, as anything, really. So if you start with Obama as you know somebody who could solidly win, and you say, well, his vice president's not, he's no Obama. He's a level below, which was perfect for being a vice president. And if he picks somebody that's below him, now you're two levels below Obama. Your vice president's going to look um, <laughs> like what? <laughs> like... Like, what would be one level below? <laughs> I think people are going to be texting me to, uh, to note my accurate pick. <laughs> but if you had a vice president pick who was two levels below Biden, who the hell would that be? <laughs> right? It wouldn't even be, you'd have to go sub-mammal. You'd have to say, um, Joe, we've been looking for somebody who's you know, low a level below you, and we've exhausted all of our mammalian possibilities, we're thinking of extending our search into the rest of the animal kingdom, maybe an anteater, I don't know, we've got to look around. So Joe Biden was a special case. He needed a stronger vice president than he is as, as a candidate, and, and Kamala gives you that, because she's got the senator experience. It would have been a huge mistake to go Karen Bass. But, but, here's the scariest part. And I can't remember who said this. It was somebody smart. Greg Guffeld? It might have been Greg Guffeld who said this. Um, but I remember thinking, oh, God, that's true. I think he was the one who said, if the Democrats had won, God, was it him or was it somebody else? Somebody help me on the, because it was just on TV the other day. Help me with who said this. But if the Democrats had run two women on the basically the anniversary of the suffrage and getting the vote, it would be a home run. Two women. And I think to myself, oh, yeah, that would be. A double woman ticket would be really hard for Trump. It just, the matchup would be terrible. Uh, it would be the worst case scenario. And if Biden drops out, well, if Biden did drop out before the election, you've got yourself a double woman ticket. And it's, it would be a real problem. It would be a real problem for Trump, I think. Just because a double woman ticket almost just guarantees you get pretty much all the women. And then they just got to get somebody else and they're done. So not all the women, but you know what I mean. Um, so there you go. Um, 
somebody's mentioning George Conway in an unflattering way, and uh, I'm, I'm not too proud to say it made me laugh. Um, I really didn't have much to say, but I didn't feel like I could not share this moment in public. Do you know how long I've waited to get the final answer? Because I was so far out there, like, you know, so far out on a plank. There just weren't a lot of people agreeing with me until recently. She was leading in the, she was leading in the, the betting um, until very recently. So at least maybe a, maybe a quarter of the people agreed with me. Oh, I'm getting, uh, I'm getting the, well, some saying it was Greg Gutfeld. Some said Trey Gowdy. Well, it wasn't Trey Gowdy. I think it might have been Greg Gutfeld said it on the day that Trey Gowdy was on the show. On the five, I think that's what it was. Well, um, anyway, it, it was a very insightful um, comment because it would be a killer ticket. And uh, it does, however, ruin the pun I had all, you know, all queued up. Are you ready? If Biden had picked Bass as his vice president and somebody accused her of lying, because eventually every politician gets accused of lying. I have no reason to believe that she lies, because I don't know much about her, so I won't make that claim. I'm just saying, if you're running for president, you might get accused of a lie, and I was going to break this out on Twitter. Bass lies matter. Come on, that would have been pretty good. Uh, Probably would have been canceled for it. But totally worth it for a good pun. Totally worth it. Somebody says it's a hollow victory. (laughs) Is that a pun? I can't tell. All right. Uh, That's enough gloating for me. I'm going to get back to doing something else. But um, somebody says great guess. Great guess. This is skill. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh no. Oh no, I just saw a comment that I can't unsee. Alright. I don't even want to say it, but uh, geo payments. <laughs> can can you also is it too late that I stopped it on my end, but I think the comments are going by in your head. Alright. If there are children in the room, you should send them away. Okay? All the children, send them away. There's a, there's a parting joke, courtesy of Geo Payments uh, at Geo Payments. Here's the. Ch- <laughs> this is just devilishly good, uh, and his, his joke is that the uh, the ticket will be Joe Blow. <laughs> uh, Joe Blow, uh, 2020. Joe Blow, 2020. (laughs) All right. Now, I have to be honest. I do not approve, and I mean this seriously. This is a serious statement, even though I'm laughing when I say it. I don't approve of any of the, uh, you know, Kamala Harris sexual insults about her past. I just don't like it. I don't like fat shaming. I I don't like, you know, any kind of mocking people for their sexual preference. I don't like any of that stuff. And I don't like it 
when women especially are are being piled on for you know whatever experiences they've had in the past. That's their business, not mine. That said, <laughs> all of that said, and I mean it sincerely, it, it's not a place that I think is appropriate for joking. That said, <laughs> Joe Blow 2020 is one of the best jokes ever. <laughs> and that's not my fault. It's not my fault that I laugh at that. I'm a victim. I'm a victim, just like you are. <laughs> if you're laughing at that, you're a terrible person, just like me. Uh, you're deplorable. Uh, I just saw George Takai, who's a big uh, Trump critic, <laughs> who said uh, that who, you know, whoever the vice presidential candidate is, that they should stop piling on each other as Democrats because you know, as soon as that person is selected... Uh, George Takai said that Trump and his goons would be coming after her. And I tweeted back to him and said, we prefer to be called deplorables, but it would be a great band name, you know, Trump and his goons. It would be a great band name. But how in the world did we not say, how in the world did we not see Joe Blow? (laughs) All right, I'm not going to tweet that because I'm quite serious. About, I don't think it's a fair line of attack. You know, when when Bill Clinton was in office and he was having his his stuff, I, w- I was adamant that we shouldn't care. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna change that standard. You know, I don't care what they do. I don't care about their personal life. It's just it's just not it's just not my business, and it shouldn't have an effect on them doing the job. So that's all I have for now. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. <laughs>